This is View into the Culture Music Books Art Episode 1 Series of short novels linked into one big book The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury is quite a remarkable and unique experience even after 70 years of its first publishing. Obviously, it was written during the time of the First Cold War and it was a kind of antithesis of the evil Martians of H.G. Wells. Yet this utopia, what Bradbury depicts in his novels, is kind of storytelling of humanity, vulnerability, and all of our weakness and strengths we can't face here on Earth. Projecting them to the future projecting them to a different planet, one we are trying to colonize just now. Make it a little bit distant. This way we can laugh a little bit. We can really smile inside. We can really wonder how on earth this or that character can act like that. How on earth some with believed power try to push their own will to others like they were nothing, nobodies, indigenous. And how these indigenous try to adopt seemingly becoming assimilating. Without telling too much about the story, I prefer to reread again. In the first part of the book, The Martians, believe the humans are just their own projections. They are just uh, uh, shape-shifting other Martians. So they basically lock the first humans up. By the end of the book, by the end of the novels, we travel 100 years during that. In time, everything has changed. Everything is more modern. Everything is more urbanized. Everything is more like living in any sky-high city these days on Earth. People with own thoughts, people with own agendas, people who dare to think differently, maybe with every reason and right, they are forced to adapt or be lost and forgotten. It's a strange dream unfortunately, way too close to reality. Strange dream we all live. Yet, this nostalgia, what overlaps this whole book, makes it so unique, so special. Redbury utilizes Byron or Sarah Teasdale there will come soft rains. It's one of the most favorite 
novel, short novel in this book. And um, it tells a family story without human characters, without anyone talking, that is captivating and magnificent. Bradbury is indeed a fantastic writer, not just in genre, but in its own right. Because how on earth we could talk about something not existing, yet we all feel we are there. There Will Come Soft Trains, the poem, was written during the wartime. And this also a message, a warning that nature, the cosmos, the universe, won't let us do whatever we want to do, because if we neglect our way to improve for the better, for each other and for our environment, we will be forgotten, we will be less than a colonized planet. And let's just remember, we already did that once with Earth. We colonized others and we forgot their culture, we neglected their wisdom and knowledge. We fancied them as they were some circus phenomenon, but that's it. So what are we planning to do with ourselves in our life? Are we really among the masses who try to mess things up because that's what we have been doing as humanity up until now? Or can we really be the narrator of the story? Can we really witness the reality of the changes throughout our lifetime? Can we really add nod take, bring, offer anything for a more meaningful change. Reading this book by Bradbury really brings all this question up. Is it an easy book? Yes. On the surface, it's very easy to read. In a deeper level, it is a book when one scratches his or her head, and maybe smiles, laughs, cries. And on the deepest level, this is the story, a projected story of the humanity's past and future. And this utopia is more of a dystopia, because even the beginning of the story, after couple of readings, from a certain viewpoint, it's already a warning. We should not leave behind that we have business to do with. We have business to do with our humanity and our past, our doings or our ancestors' doings. Not to repeat it on a different scale with other people, not to harm others. And yes, growing out of our numbness. After 70 years of its first publishing, maybe The Martian Chronicles by Ray Bradbury is more accurate and more alive than ever.
if you want to read this book and you happen to be in London, don't forget to visit the Waterloo Station, you know, under the bridge. There is a big book fair every day of the week. And just look up Josh Bovington. He might just have one piece, a copy for you. Culture. There will come soft rains and the smell of the ground and swallows circling with their shimmering sound and frogs in the pools singing at night and white plum trees in tremulous white. Robins will wear their feathery fire whistling their whims on a low fence wire. And not one will know of the war, not one will care at last when it is done. Not one would mind, neither bird nor tree, if mankind perished utterly. And spring herself, when she woke at dawn, would scarcely know that we were gone. See you next time. Thank you.